פסק ו' שמאינו אדוני. בני חייס רספנדת אברהם, נעשית שמאינו אדוני. Now in the whole parak, everyone's telling everyone else to listen to them. שמאינו אדוני, שמאוני ופיגולי. And Ephraim said, לאד אני שמאיני. And Avram said, אחם אתולו שמאיני. And then he said, אדוני שמאיני. And then, וישמא אברהם. Okay. So, everyone's telling everyone else to be שמאה. Avram is ultimately שמאה. I don't know any time for this, what the significance of this, I'm just pointing it out. נשיא אלוהיכם אתו בסייכנו. So Avram said he's a ger v'soyshav, he's a resident, but alien, a resident alien. And they said, they objected, no, you're in a seelie kim. Okay. Prince of God. And therefore, b'mivchar k'varenu k'varas me'secha, you could choose the best of our graves. Ish mimenu es k'var elo yichla b'mechom k'varas me'secha. No person from among us would withhold his very own grave from yourself. From burying your dead because you're not a Gervasoyeshov, like you said, you're rather Nasili Kim. Now, the next thing is Vayokom. What? Gervasoyeshov means someone who's here in this place because people are allowing him to be here. Nasi, a Nasi is someone who has the power. So they're saying, You're our Nasi. It's like you're our Nasi. They're saying, You're considering yourself like a lower strata of society. Really? Yeah, really, you're. You're higher than us. Mm-hmm. So Avram then responds, Vayokom Avroham Vayishtachu La'am Ha'aretz of Neches. He bows to them. He bows to the people of the Ha'aretz, the Am Ha'aretz. By bowing to them, and we'll soon see further, it's clear, he's rejecting what they said. He came to them as a Ger V'Soyeshev, and they said, No, you're in a Siyah Kim. He ups and bows to them, Nearby affirming that no, he considers them to be superior to himself and he has to subjugate himself to them. So, why doesn't he accept this? They tell you in a silly Kim and therefore you can pick any grave. Why does he, why does he um, go against that and insist that he has to be a Gervasayshev and that he has to bow to them? If he wants uh, on his own grave. Right, we spoke about that last week. Right. That could be one way to go. Okay. Now, they said nobody would stop you. And then he says in Pasuk Ches, If you indeed want to bury my dead, Intercede with Ephraim ben Tzaychar on my behalf. So, Piguli means that he's asking that he needs them to, to request and to try to work it out for him. Originally, they said, nobody would stop you. And here he's saying, please go to Ephraim and ask him on my behalf. How does that stem with the fact that they said, nobody would, nobody would stop you? So the answer is, because they said, you're Nesiyah Lekim. You're Nesiyah Lekim, so nobody would, anyone would let you take their grave. Avram, by bowing, is saying, no, I am really only a Gerva I'm not Nesiyah Lekim. And therefore, continuing in that vein, he says, I'm going to ask Ephraim, and I'm, I'm not. And I need you to please, please, I beg you to please go into, in, in, on my behalf 
and get involved because counter to what they're saying. So he's rejecting completely what they said. They said you're in a seal of Kim, nobody would stop you. He says, No, I'm not on a seal of Kim, I'm, I'm going to bow in front of you like a Gevatoshev that I said I am, and I'm going to ask you to please, please get Ephraim to agree because it's not as simple as you make it. Okay, so that's the, the structure of the Pesukim. And now let's explain further. But first, one more question on Pasuk Zayin. Vayokam Avraham, was he sitting? In Pasuk Gimel, Vayokam Avraham al Pnei There it says where he was come. Why does it say Vayokam again in Pasuk Zayin? Okay, now Ephraim. Let's talk about Ephraim in Pasuk Ches. Ephraim Yoishev B'Seich Bnei Ches. Another sitting. Something sitting here. Ephraim Yoishev B'Seich Bnei Ches. Chazal say, Rashi brings, that day he was appointed the judge, and that's why it says, Yoshav, Ferevav. So the Ksav Kabbalah says as follows, he says, whenever it says, Yoshev B'Soich, a people, whenever it says about one individual that he's Yoshev B'Soich, a people, it means that he's a Sar, some sort of position of authority. So Yoshev, well, I'll show you the Pasuk he brings, he brings a few Pasukim, but one very strong right. So Yoshev B'Soich, he sits among them. doesn't just mean where he lives. It means he's like in the middle of them, and he um, controls those who are around him. And that's so the Yeshua B'Seich. Right. Wait, so look at B'Seich Ami Yonech Yeshua. It's Malachim Beis, Perek Dalad, and you'll see it's a great riot. Malachim Beis, Perek Dalad. Um, in Pasuches, there was a Isha Gedayla. An Isha Gedayla. Okay. So we know she was an Isha Gedayla. And... Um, and in Pasuk Yud Gimel, Elisha says to her, Tell the woman, You went to such extreme um, work for us. Can I speak to you to the king? Or to the Sa'atzava. Here he goes. So she said, No, I don't need you to speak to the king for me because I myself am an Ishikadana. I am Baseikh Aminakhishavas. I myself have power. So you're looking, you maybe you should speak to me for the king. I'm a powerful woman. So if I want to speak to the king, I can speak to him myself. So that's that's a raya, beautiful raya. That Baseikh but sitting Baseikh and Am means means um Means some authority, power. Um, in general, I didn't look into this too much, but what I'm about to say, whether yoshev, whether something being yoshev might usually or always mean that, because I mean, the Ramam says that kise means a throne. Well, kise means a throne. Kise also means a chair, and the Ramam says because only kings used to sit on chairs, so kise is just a chair, which a king, only a king would sit on a kise, so therefore kise became throne. Um, Everyone else, I don't know what they did. They sat on the floor or something. I don't know, I'm not sure if that's called Yeshev. Okay, it's speculative. Yeshev B'Seich, Ksavakabal says, means rules. So, Efren Yeshev B'Seich B'Necheis. Okay? Efren is a ruler. And then Chazal said the Yeshev without the Vav. But the Iker, where the Drasha starts, not even a Drasha, he says, Taichu the Pasuk is, Efren Yeshev B'Seich B'Necheis means Efren was someone who was not just on the Fringes of the Chay society, he was the center of the Chay society because things revolved around him, he controlled things. Okay. So now, 
they told Avram, You are a prince among us. And then we have another one who's among them, and that's Ephron. So now we have two authorities in this Pasha. Avram is the, is the supposed Nesiyalikim, that's what they consider him. And really we find out something about someone else, and that's Ephron, who's the authority of Okay. So the two, the two uh, people involved in this transaction are, one is told that he's in the seal of Kim, and the other one seems to be indeed. He, the, the one who's told he's in the seal of Kim, um, he declines that covet, and he insists that he's a Gevetoshov, and then there's another powerful person in this parasha. Now, in the purchase of the Goyren of Aravna, which as we have discussed at length, parallels purchase of Mars and So there it says in the end of Shmuel Beis, Hakol Nosan Aravna Hamelech Lamelech. All this Aravna the king, Shmuel Beis, last parak, parak of Dalet, that would be, and Pasuk of Gimel. All this Aravna the king gave to the king. So, even though in the whole parish we don't find out, it doesn't, we don't know that Aravna is a king, suddenly there's one passage that says, Aravna was a king. Rashi says Aravna was a, the king of Yavusi. Similarly, the two people in our parasha are Avram, who is the Nesiyah Kim, supposedly, he says he's not, and Ephraim, who was Yeshib Zechudich, it wasn't authority. Um, here they tell Avram, Nesiyah Kim, you're Nesiyah Kim, so no one could stop you. There, Aravna, who we find out as a Melech, originally said to, again, again in Shmuel Beis, of the Yetz Pasuk originally he speaks to David in terms of great respect and calls himself the Evid of David. Why did, you, why did Adoni HaMelech come to his servant? And therefore he says, let the Melech, and so on. So he's acting to David like he's an Evid, but really he's a Melech. Okay, just bringing out the points of here, and then we'll explain. And in our Pasha, Avram could be a Nesiya Lekim. Um, he was given that offer, and he says, No, I'm a Geber Toshav, and go beseech for me from Ephraim, who we find out, who we see is the real, is the Melech, is the actual, or act, an actual Sar, not necessarily Melech, but an actual Sar. So then we, have a, then we have an understanding of what's going on here. They told Avram, You are the Nesiya Lekim, so nobody will stop you. And then he turns around and says, please ask Ephraim. Please intercede for Ephraim. Because they told him, you're the Nasi. So had Ephraim accepted it, accepted their Nasius, that they, that they just, um, honorary Nasius that they gave him, then he could just take whichever Sadeh, whatever he wants. But he's Mishtachavet to them. He says, no, no, no. You are the authorities. I'm only a Gerber Toshav. And then the real authority here is Ephraim. I'm not accepting the Nasi Kim. Ephraim, who is Yeshim Seich B'nei Ches, he's the... He's the man over here. And therefore, Figuli, please ask for me, because I am not accepting the title of Nasi Kim, which case I could just take. On the contrary, he is the Nasi here. He's the one who's he's the ruler in this picture. And therefore, Piguli, I am a Taishav, so please ask for me. Okay, is that clear how everything happened here? Correct. Well, yeah. Okay. Does that mean he's the 
Oh, you mean, oh, he's a power. He's yeah. a power. No, and Avram, they so just... Something Avram Melech is... Is what? Is Melech. And what's Melech mean? Higher. Probably. Not necessarily too much. I'm not sure what it means. That's, that's, no, that's because it says... That's because it's a Pasuk. One second. So I'm, getting, I'm just want to show you how the, what, it, what developed over here. They told Avram, you're the Nasi and no one could stop you. He bows to them and says, please ask Ephraim. The point is that, that he did not accept his Nasius. And in contrast to that, there's another power over here. And Avram says, I am not the power. Rather, he is the power. No, it's a different power. Which? Nasi and, and Ephraim. Nasi Alekim and Shafet. I guess it's a different power. I'm not sure what the seal of Kim means. No, if it's an official like position. Is the seal of Kim official style or no? Probably not an official style. It's probably not. Ephraim actually says was a shaifet, right? Yeah. It's a judge. Okay. Well, that's a that's a sarara. It's a sarara. Yeah. Yeah, sure, it's a sarara. No, I mean, it's not. I'm not sure if it's, you know, if there's any difference except for in degree. I don't know. Is he saying a melech is also a shaifet? Yeah. Yeah, but a melech is, is not the one. Just one of the, I guess, Ephraim is, uh, sorry. It's, uh, <coughs> okay. All right. I'm not sure about that. Okay. <coughs> Fine. Okay, so that's what's happening over here. So they tell Ephraim, you're the king. He says, no, I want to go to this like a Gevetoshev. Rather, beseech for me from the power. Who is Ephraim? Okay. Now, um, again, by Aravna, there's also two powerful people. There the Aravna says, Aravna is also powerful, calls himself an Evid of David. And, and there's no objection over there. David doesn't say, doesn't bow to Aravna. We explained that here, Avram is transacting with the Bnei Ches, and he's approaching it as a Ger Vatoishov. And we explained that, that he's a Ger Vatoishov means there's a Chuza in Eretz Yisrael that he was promised um, has not reached its completion. And therefore, whatever he gets, he has to get as a supplicant to the Bnei Ches. And, um, and there's some sort of chesaron, his being was Na'aretz, that he has, to, he has to get it from them. They have to grant it to him. <coughs> so they tell him, we don't have to grant it to you. You're not a Gevet Toshev, you're Nesiel Likim. He says, no, I'm not. I'm not a Nesiel Likim. I have to get this. I'm not getting the Aretz. <coughs> Because Hashem promised it to me and I'm getting it completely. I'm still only on a lower level of getting the Aretz where I'm a Ger and I have to get it from you, the Bnei Ches. While by David, so therefore he, so to speak, he gives over his Machlis. He says, I'm not using my Machlis over here. Ephraim is the Melech and please work for me. I need your help. Pushing in by David, where it's the next time that this thing, that is a purchase, the next Messias Nefesh. There, the two kings again, so to speak, battle it out. But there, it's clear who's the one that's superior. David's the superior king, and Aravna calls himself the Eved of David. So there's both parashas. It starts with the king giving it over to another one, or again, another power, while over there, um, David is the true power. Okay. So now we understand in Pasuches, why, we now we understand in general, why is he going to Ephraim through the Bnei Ches? Piguli Ephraim ben Tzoycha. Why does he have to, why can't he go straight to Ephraim? Why does he have to speak to the Bnei Ches? The, the, the answer is simple. Um, the Ramban says Ephraim was a nichbar, and, and, and to go ask him to part with his with his steavoisov would not be appropriate. Ephraim, we see here, was a was a, like we were saying, he was a some sort of authority. Um, like the Ramban says, Avram needs them to please help him 
to beseech to intercede on his behalf from Ephraim. So the only way he got to that point with the Bnei Ches, <coughs> with the Bnei Ches were able to make pressure on Ephraim, was because the Bnei Ches told him, you're in Siyalikim. Avram gave that up, so to speak, or he demurred, and he said, no, I'm not in Siyalikim, but please ask Ephraim, he's in Siyalikim. So there, because Avram first had them, because they first said to Avram, you're in Siyalikim, and Avram declined that, and said, okay, I'm not, I'm not that, but please can you help me by Ephraim, that put the pressure on Ephraim, and that put Avram in a position where there was some legitimacy to, to ask from Ephraim, because he was just offered to Siyalikim, and he says, no, 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 but I want you to help me with Ephraim. So that, thereby that sets the stage. That Avram could come to Ephraim as a Gevetayshev. He doesn't want to come as an Zilek. He wants to come as a Gevetayshev. But to come as a Gevetayshev and ask something from Ephraim, the ruler, would not be appropriate. So he first goes to go to Bnei Ches. Bnei Ches says, as far as we're concerned, you're a Nasi. He says, I'm not going to take that from you. I want to be a Gevetayshev. But this much you could do for me is go to the true Nasi and, and work on my behalf. <coughs> Understand? Simple. Babatash. He can't go to the Nasi. A Gevetayshev can't come to the Nasi and say, give me an Achuza. So he first went to the people and said, you're a Nasi. And he said, no, I don't want to be your Nasi, but, if, but, but I would appreciate if you could put some pressure on, on your true Nasi. When he can. Is that an effect? Well, because he has the potential to be a Nasi. He's supposed to be the Nasi, it's just not time yet. Right? The way we're saying it now. He's supposed to really take the Aretz Bedin and be the Melech. It's not quite time yet. So, so you have the, the anticipation of the fact that he's a Nasi. And it echoes of the fact that he's a Nasi because this, he's getting it because it's the beginning of Zanzias. But on the other hand, it's not actual yet. It's the potential Nasius. It's the potential Nasius which allows him to, to, to have something there. So therefore, we, the Nasius is brought up, but rejected. It's not time yet, but don't forget about it. Therefore, let me get something. When he came first to Nechaz, he knew they would consider him as Nasi. I don't know. That's, you know, I, I don't like that type of question. No, I mean, no, 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 because I'm just telling you what happened. <coughs> well, I'm just saying this is what happened. I don't know, I'm not, I don't know how we're supposed to understand no, that. Like, I'll, like I'll say historically had that in his mind, no, that, you know. No, I said that this. go straight. Right, no, I'm saying this. Right, no, I say you can't go straight to Ephraim because. Sometimes there's none to go to the law to. No, it wouldn't be appropriate. Uh, no, I'm just saying it had to happen this way. I don't know what he meant, but I mean, he, it would not be appropriate for him. For him to go to Ephraim. So he stopped from the ball. Yeah, I mean, he stopped yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to know what he was thinking? Because he can't go to Ephraim. Let me talk to them. They were so <coughs> abusive. He said, great. You want me to be nice? You know what? So go to Ephraim. Yeah. Right. yeah, you could say that. Right. Okay. Okay, Pasuk test. V'yitoni as ma'aras ha-machpelo asher lo. You should give me the cave of the machpelo. That's his. Asher b'ktsei sadehu. That's on the edge of this field. So let me just say the Ramban. Maybe we'll talk about other things soon. The Ramban says, I mean, next time. The Ramban says machpelo is the name of a place. Like the Pasuk says in Pasuk Yitzayi, So the field was in Machpelo. So Machpelo is a place, a place name says Ramban, and therefore, once it's a place name, he says we don't have to look for reasons. That's the name of a place. And that's it. Ad Kandavi Ramban. So Ma'aras HaMachpelo means the cave of the place Machpelo. That's what Ramban touched. And obviously it seems to have been other reasons over here, and I, and I want to maybe look into that for next time. Okay, Asher Bikteisa Dehu. That's on the edge of his field. Bechesef Molei Yitnenoli Besechem Lachuzas Kaver. She gave it to me amongst you for the full price. Lachuzas Kaver. Okay. Um, so he's asking for the cave. The Efron Yoshe Besech Bnei Ches. Vayan Efron Achitias Avraham Baoznei Bnei Ches. Achol Ba'ei Shar Ibrei Leimar. So again, the Bnei Ches, as we discussed, the presence of the Bnei Ches, the Bnei Ches don't disappear. 
Oh, I'm sorry, I have to go back. I meant to say, we had a question. Why did it say Vayakam Avram? Why did it say Avram got up? The answer is because the Nasi is Yeshev. Like it says, Vayakam Yeshev Vesech Beneches. The ruler is Yeshev. So when they told Avram, Nasi Alekim At Veseichenu, they sat him down. Like it says, Ve'efen Yoshev b'seich b'neches. There's a contrast. Who is going to be Yoshev over here? So when they told Avram, you're the Nasi, they sat him on a chair. He said, you're the Nasi, you have to sit. And Avram says, no, I'm not the Nasi, and therefore he stands up and bows, while Ephron is the true Nasi, so he's Yoshev. Okay, I meant to say that before. That the contrast between Avram and Ephron, the contrast between Avram and Ephron also explains the Vayakam. Avram got up because he's rejecting the Nasiyas that they offered him. And he's allowing effort to continue in his, or to start in the sea, whatever, to be the Nasi. Ephron is sitting, he's not standing like Avram is, because he's Taka the Nasi. So the Bnechis are still present, as we explained, the Bnechis are interceding and pressuring, or applying some pressure on Ephron. Since the Bnechis recognize Avram as the Nasi Kim, therefore their opinion makes a, makes a pressure on Ephron to to um, give something to Avram. Now, I, just, I want to talk about just one thing now, which is that Avram asked for the Ma'ara, and Ephron adds the Sodeh. Avram asked for the cave that's Bikzei, Sodehu, and Ephron gives him the Sodeh too. And we find later Nasati Kesef Hasode and the Eretz. Vayokom Sede Ephraim Hasode, Vahamaora, Vahola Itzasheba Sode. And then again, Vayokom Hasode, Vahamaora Sheba. So he asked for a Maora that's on the edge of the Sode and they ended up buying a whole peckle Sode plus the Maora and an eight. What? It's only the edge, so you can take only the Ma'ora and leave the Sada. Yeah, that's what I'm right. Bikteisa day, right. Bikteisa day, it's not in the middle of the Pash. That one might be one way to read. I should day, Avram's Dafka saying, I don't want the Sada. He could keep the Sada, will still be intact. This is on the edge. Or he's defining it. But that's, there's two ways to read. I should Okay. So, why does Ephraim put in the Sada? It says the Ramban, either it's Derech Musr or Derech Mirma. Meaning, either Ephraim wanted to charge him for the Sada too. Okay. Or he says, Nefren um, said, if you want to have a kever, you have to have the sada because it wouldn't be appropriate to have the grave without having the sada. You want to have access to the kever. You want to have access to the kever. Now, I want to just, I want to suggest something. <coughs> um, a little different, actually. I want to suggest the Bshad the, the is as follows. That Avram asked for the Ma'ara. For the cave, and and um, what Ephraim said was, <coughs> you can have the sada agav the cave, meaning that the sada that the sada has no the sada has no more chashivas than the ma'ara. Just like a cave is good for burial, just like a cave is good for burial, can't plant in a cave. Ephraim says the field also is a good for nothing field. It's a good for nothing sada. It's, it's just as good as the ma'ara. So the sada is nikna agav the ma'ara, meaning the sada is, is bottle to the ma'ara. The sada is no more chashav than the ma'ara. It's a rocky sada. It's, it's a good for nothing sada. I know it has an eights. So, hold on. 
I mean, I don't know if I have a shot. But he's, that, that's what I want to suggest. That, that's, the, that's the idea that's happening over here. So he's giving him, he's telling him the Sada. You can have the Sada with the cave. The cave is good for better. The Sada is also not good for anything more than that. Okay, now. The point then would be that, that it's a dry place and there's no water here. Okay, now let's explain. Let's go to the next parak. Parak of Dalin. Pasuk Samach Base. There it says, Yitzchak ba mi boy be'er lachai roi, who yeshev be'er tanegev. So Yitzchak was returning from a trip to be'er lachai roi, and he lived in the Negev, in the Negev. Vayitze Yitzchak losuach basod lifnois orev, vayisa eino vayar vihineg malim boim. Okay, so, Yitzchak was returning from Be'er Lachai Roi, he lived in the Eretz HaNegev. Where did he live? Well, we know in Pasuk Samach Zayim, we know that Avram was living in Hebron, as we established. We don't know that Yitzchak was there, but we know in Pasuk Samach Zayim, it says, He brought it to the tent of Sarah. So presumably, he was also in Hebron. With, with Avram, which is Mustaber anyways. That's where we place Yitzchak. Okay, so when the Pasuk says, Right, true, right. That's why, it's, that's why it wouldn't necessarily be Mukhach. Okay, so he comes from Be'er Lachai Ra'i and he lives in the Eretz HaNegev. What is the significance of the fact that he's returning from Be'er Lachai Ra'i? Well, the Pasuk says he lived in the Eretz HaNegev. Negev means dry. So he's coming from Be'er Lachai Ra'i because he lived, because he was Yeshev Eretz HaNegev. Okay? Yeshev Eretz HaNegev, where Sarah's tent was, where Avram was living. And then, if you just peek ahead and play with Chafei Pasuket Aleph, it says, after Avram's death, Vayeshev Yitzchak and Be'er Lachai Roi. So really, Yitzchak wants to go to Be'er Lachai Roi, maybe. But now, because he's in Eretz HaNegev, there's no water there. Meanwhile, till he, till he moved to Be'er Lachai Roi after the death of Avram, he's living with Avram in Eretz HaNegev. I'm saying in Hebron. And there, there's no water, and therefore he has to go to Be'er Lachai Roi to get water. Okay. What does this have to do with the story of Rivka? Well, there's two things I see here. But Yitzhak, Yitzhak returned from a well, and he went out to the Sada, Lifnois Erev. Um, Eliezer met Sarah by a well, but Rivka by a well, Le'ez Erev, Le'ez Tzeis Ashoyavis. The evening is when people they draw the water. Yitzhak was returning from a well. Okay. And um, then he goes out to Asada, Lifnois Erev, and there he meets his um, destined, his, his wife. Okay, next. What does Lasuach Basada mean? So, Suach could mean um, to speak in a sad way or to complain, like, Arid Besichi Vahima. It could also mean a shrub. That grows in a desert, as we had this by Yishmol. Achas Achad Hasichim. And Pasukin Iev. So Siach is a desert shrub, something that grows where there's no water. And Yishmol didn't have water, and he was under one of the Sichim. 
And as we discussed, the Sikha, Sikha has most leaves, to remind you what happened by Yishmol. But Akapanam, a Sikha is a place, it's something that grows in the desert. Okay. In this form, The Ibn Ezra says Lasuach means to drezach in the Sikha. Lasuach Pasada means to walk around the Sikha. That's what Ibn Ezra teaches it. So some say Lasuach means to talk, or Tzachazal say it means Tfila, but that means specifically a, a, some sort of sad, complaining type speech. And the Ibn Ezra says it means. It means sichem. We discussed back in the parsha of Yishmael how the two things seem to be associated. Because by Yishmael he was tachas achad asichem, and then we find out that he was actually davening. The pasuk doesn't say that. It says you just see from the next pasuk by Yishmael came a kolanach, even though he's tachas achad asichem. Okay, just to remind you. Fine. So he's in. He's being musach in the sada. Okay. So first of all, so let's say it means a siach. So this sada has sichem. Sichem are not the most not 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 a very fertile sada. The Sikhim grow in the desert. Okay, that stems. So he's returning from Berlachai Rai because he lives in the Negev and he goes out to his Sada of Sikhim. Well, yeah, he's bringing water from the Berlachai Rai because he's in the Negev and, and the Sada has Sikhim. It all, all fits together, right? He has a Sada which is not very fertile, it's dry. Okay? So now, one more question, one more point. If Lasuach means to, cry, to talk in a complaining way. Okay. One second, so what did we establish so far? That it's coming from a well, it's in the evening. The well, the well is going to water the sada that has Sikhim in it and, um, in the evening. And, and somehow this is where he meets Rivka, parallels the fact that Rivka, Eliezer got to Rivka coming from the well in the evening. Okay. Um, one last point then. If. Okay, let me just say it. I would suggest that this Sada is no other than the Sada of the Ma'ara. If they were in Hebron, they were living in Hebron, and they, we know in the beginning of the passage they bought a Sada, then Yitzchak is out in that Sada, and out in a Sada, I would say he's in that Sada. And that Sada doesn't have water. He's, it's Sichem. It has Sichem, and he has to get water. <coughs> if Lasuach means to talk in a crying way, so the Pazik Fubsukum later say after he brought Rivka home, he was misnachim after his mother. So then I would say, It's also it's this sada next to his mother's grave. That the sada of the beginning of the passion. Okay? So in both Pshatim, he gets a sada. Let's go back a little bit. Let's put it together. He gets a sada agavamara. And what I was explaining before was that Ephraim says it's such a rotten place. It's not good. It's, it, you can have the sada like you can have the Ma'ara because just like the Ma'ara, like as Chazal, go at length, talk about Hebron, is Trushim, is the worst part of Eretz Yisrael, and, it's, and that's why you bury people there. So, so Ephron says, you bury, this is a burial ground. The whole Hebron is, is good for burials. Not only you can have the Ma'ara, you can have the Sada too, because the Sada is not good for a burial. It's only good for a burial. Okay, fine. So then Yitzchak is, has this Sada, which is good for only Sichim, all it grows is Sichim. Therefore, he goes to Be'er, to the Be'er to get water for the Negev. Point is, this is dry land. It's not. It doesn't. Things don't grow there. That's what that sada is about. Um, <coughs> or if Lasuach means to, to cry or something, so he's going to that sada where he has not yet been misnachim because he needs a wife. So he's still he's still mourning for his mother in that sada. Now more, now let's put the two things together. See how the two things come together. But first, turn if you want to Shoftim Parak Aleph. There we have a very interesting story. Let's see if you sure too. Shreif the Perak Aleph. 
Pesukim Ches through Tezvav. The story is that Kalev <coughs> captured Heaven. It doesn't seem before over here that it was Kalev that captured Heaven, but it says so in Yeshua. So first he captured Heaven, and then he went to Dvir, which used to be called Kiryas Sefer. He said, whoever captures that can marry my daughter Achsa. Sunil <coughs> ben Kanaz, his brother, his younger brother, captured it, and therefore he married Achsa, the daughter of Kalev. Mm. Um, she convinced, oh, he convinced her to ask her father for a better field. And she fell off the donkey. And she said to him, and Kalev said, what do you want? And she said, give me a bracha because you gave me a dry land. You gave me Erza Negev. I want a land with water. And so Kalev gave it. Okay. So first of all, Kalev captured Hever and then he captured this other place. Chazal list in the Medjish over here, in Chayisar, four places of Eretz that are the worst parts of Eretz Yisrael. One of them is Chayisar, and one of them is Kiryas Sefer. Okay, Kalev captures both. His daughter um, asks him for a place with water, and she falls off the donkey when she comes to him. So I, I, I don't have a shot in this, really, but I want to just show, maybe, that... Um, What's, that is similar to what's happening in our Pasha. Av Yitzchak is in Hebron, where he has a sada of Sichim, and he's not misnachim for his mother. Um, he's going to find a wife who's going to bring him for a second. Right. He's going to find a wife who's going to bring him a Nechama for his mother. And that <coughs> wife is found by the well where she brings water. Okay? Similarly, Yitzchak is bringing water to water his field of Sichim, because it needs water. Um, she falls off the, the Gamal when she gets there. This is... Chamor. No. Achsa fell off the Chamor. Rivka fell off the Gamal. Okay, but I'm just saying, okay. they're both falling off the animals. When they are delivering, or, or getting to the point where they're going to bring water somehow, they're the ones that are bringing water to the dry field, okay? Yitzhak is in the dry field, and he needs Rivka who's coming from the Be'er. He, draws, he goes to Be'er Lachairoi, and at the same time he meets Rivka who came back from the Be'er. And she meets him in the dry sada where he's mourning the death, death of his mother. Maybe it's the sada of her kever. And she's returning from the well. He's returning from the well. She's going to bring in the water. She falls with <coughs> the gomel. So basically the parallel I'm bringing out is as follows. Just that there's a dry part of Eretz Yisrael. Um, the dry part is associated in both places with marriage. The new wife is going to bring the bracha to the dry place and make it wet. Okay. So now... Okay, now just to give it a little more of a Havana in our Pasha. As we explained, they were on their way to Beersheva. Avram was supposed to go to Beersheva. He went to Beersheva, and Beersheva was supposed to continue. The Besamikdash is the place of the water. The water is going to come lost love in the Besamikdash. Since that didn't work, something was wrong. Therefore, he did not get the Besamikdash. That way, it's till David. So what does he get now? So now he gets Hebron. Hebron is definitely not the Besamikdash. It's the Eretz Negev. It does not have the Bracha, like Kiryas Sefer. It has the Sichem. So it's not the base of Mikdash. It's not the base of Mikdash. It's a place for Kfura. It's a place for death. It's not a place for life. It's not a place for living things. Um, Ephron says, again, I'm shat. I'm saying Ephron says, not only can you have the Mu'ar, you can have the Sada too, because um, the Sada is not good for anything. Okay. So the point is here that he's getting an Achuza in Hebron. His Achuza in Hebron. His Achuza in the place which is not the place of Bracha is such that he has a sada, which is not a, uh, a gebench to sada. That's a sada that Yitzhak is going to be in. And the bracha is only going to come back when Rivka comes and Yitzhak is misnachim after Sarah. Meaning, the death of Sarah equals 
a chesaron in that keda. Equals, you didn't get Beersheva. Equals, instead, you have Chevron and the Sada in Chevron. And Yitzhak only has Sichim. Until Rivka comes and Yitzhak gets his Nechama for Sarah, he's only going to have Siach because, because you're only going to have the Sada in Chevron, meaning the place of Sarah's death, meaning the Chesaron in the Akeda, meaning the not being Yerish Beersheva, is not going to be able to, not going to be able to <coughs> redo that or, or start that again. So Rivka comes and brings the water. And another, in a maybe a different hyphen, more, not a different hyphen, but maybe taking a little more abstract. Ephraim said like this, Avram had, there was the death of Sarah, which means there's a and Akeda. Okay, so Avram would bury Sarah the Ma'ara. What if he wouldn't have given him a Sada? Conceptually, so he says he doesn't give him a Sada, so he goes back to Beersheva. Avram go back to Beersheva. Ephraim says, no, 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 you have a Sada here. So then, what does he have? He has a sada where Yitzhak goes and all there is is shrubs and all that Yitzhak can do is cry because <coughs> there's nothing happening there. That means there's a Misa Sara, a Chesar and Akeda, and Ephraim is saying that don't think that it's a one time thing and you can go back to normal. Not only are you going to bury her there, you're not going to be able to bury her and leave, but her death, the Chesar and Akeda, is going to extend to the sada too, and you're going to take the sada also, and that's going to be a sada, it's not going to be fertile until there's an Achama by Yitzhak. Okay, so this is all, it seems. Something. Something. Something is here, but uh, I'm not sure if I if I got it right. Okay. Yitzchok went away. Yeah. Yitzchok went away. Yeah. 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 Y